Okay, Be'ezus Hashem, we're holding Nun Tes Omad Aleph. Nun Tes Omad Aleph, starting from Rabbi Yochanan. We mentioned yesterday, just to give a little bit of a recap, because it's Negei to today's sugya, that Rabbi Yochanan basically said that if you've got this bell that's a little bit broken, because it's got the middle piece removed, Rabbi Yochanan held that even after it has been broken, uh, it's not Roy to make a noise with it, but it's still Makabal Tumah. The reason is because it still retains its status of a Kli. And that is because it has a usage. And that usage we said yesterday in the top of the Duff, basically, Hoyul Varoy Legamea Boimayim Latinoik. Since, says Rebbeikon, you could use it theoretically as a cup, and therefore it has a usage, and therefore that's good enough for it to be Makabal Tumah. And that's going to be the Hemshav of our Sugya now, that anything that's Roy to be used theoretically in different situations will still be considered a Kli. And therefore, will be Mekabal Tuma. Says the Gemara, I have a problem with what you just said. Vrab Yechanan. And again, we're about four lines on the top of the daf. Rav Yechanan, loy boy me'im malacha Meaning, Rav Yechanan, does he not hold that the original kli has to have its original usage for it to still be considered a kli, and therefore makabal tuma, or not broken, and therefore tahar, because we know that once something is broken, it ready epoka tumasa, the tuma, the tuma goes away and never becomes tahar. According to Rav Yechanan, you're telling me it's enough that it just fills up a little cup for, some, for, for a drink for some kids? It has to be for if it's original malacha. Vahatanya. We have a Bryce and it quotes a Pasuk by ta- the, the Sugh of Tumas Zov. Any kli that you sin in is going to be Tomei Yochol. When it says Vachol Kli, I would have said like this. Imagine if a Zov turns over a barrel that is this, basically the measurement of a saw. And he sits on it. Or the same thing would be Kofa Tarakav. Tarakav, as we know, is basically uh, a half a saw type of measurement, because we know that three kavim is half a saw, and a saw is six kavim, so this is basically half a saw barrel. Vyashavalevni sits on it. Ye Tome, the Kli will make Kamatuma, right? Talmud, even though it's not made for sitting on it, Talmud loyma ashe yeshev olov hazov mishum yuchin li yeshiva. The mashmoz of the pasuk is only if the zov sits on something that is miyuchad, that is specially made for sitting like a chair, then it will become tome yotzazer. Excluding this measuring barrel, shoyimim loy that we say to the zov that's sitting on it, amoid venasa melachtenu, get up, let us do our melacha, get up from the clean. We need to use this for its original melacha. It's not made for sitting, it's only made for a different malacha. Rebeleza Oimeh, Bimir Doyas, that's the Gabi Hilchos, uh, Tommy Zov. When it comes to Tommy Medris of a Zov, Oimim Amoid Venasa Malachdenu. Get up, and we say, please let us use the Kli. There ain't Oimim Betommy Mace, but when it comes to the Av Tum of Tumay Mace, we don't say Amoid Venasa Malachdenu. In other words, if the Kli, if, um, if the the kli became tommy and afterwards broke, and it's roy to do some malacha, it doesn't make a difference what it is, even sitting on it, which is not what it's made for, uh, even if it's not to original malacha, then the kli will remain tommy. We don't say get up 
and let us do our malacha, like we've said in the previous two cases, which means it's not made for that. And if it's not made for that, then generally you can't use it for that. And if you can't use it for that, then it's not got a status of a clean. Rabbi Yechanan Omar, here's the crunch. Rabbi Yechanan, who we're looking for, says, Rabbi Yechanan is the one that says, even by Tomei Meis, you will say, get up, stop sitting on this barrel, and let us do our malacha, even by Thomas Meis, we'd say, Amoid Venasam Lachtene with Shoina. That means if the Kli became Tomei Meis, and afterwards the Kli broke, and it's not Roy for its original malacha, meaning, I can't use it to measure anymore. Even if it's Roy for something else, like sitting on it, it's Tahar. In other words, the Tumor went away. Now we have a Kasha. How can Rabbi Yochanan tell us, in what we started with today, by the case of the bell, that the metal piece inside that makes the noise got broken from it, that since, as long as it's Roy, if it's some usage, like, for example, filling up a cup for a child, so... That's good enough. It stays Tommy. One second. But that's not, it's Malacha Wishayna. Malacha Wishayna is to ring as a bell to make a noise. And therefore, really, if it's broken, it should be Tahar. How can Rabbi Yochanan say it remains Tame, the top of the daf, as long as it's used as a cup? I'm sorry, that's not its original Malacha. Says the Gemara, you're absolutely right. We have a problem over here. And therefore, April Kamaisa. Switch the first machloikas that we have. In other words, Rabbi Yochanan is the one that holds that the bell is Tome because um, because you could still use it, and that's like a Malacha Vishayna, and Rabbi Yaisi is the one that holds that you could use it for a cup, and therefore that's the way. No, switch the first one. Says the Gemara, Ma'achos de Epechabaisa. Who told you to switch the first one? Who told you to switch the first Machloikas? Epechabachsaraisa. Switch the second one, which we said today, which is talking about the case of the barrel that's measuring, and we see Amad Venasa Malachteno Vishayna by Tome Mace. Maybe Rabbi is the one that holds that even that we do say. Says the Gemara, no, you can't switch the second one. Um, because then it's going to come out that Rabbi Yochanan is going to be holding that even if the Kli is not Roy for its original Malacha, it's still Tomei. And we have a problem, because we heard in a different place now, we're talking about a third place, of Rabbi Yochanan, the boy Me'ain Malacha Rishonah, that in order for the Kli to retain its status of Tuma, even after it's broken, it has to still have a Malacha Rishonah, it has to still be usable for its original Malacha Datanya, Sandal Shobahima, a special type of shoe that they used to put on the feet of the animals so they don't get uh, damaged by all the stones and sticks and thorns and thistles. Shamatras, it's made of metal. Tommy, that is yes, Makabal Tuma. And we ask Akasha, Lamai Chazi, what on earth is this thing Roy for? At the end of the day, anything that's used for an animal is not considered to be a kli. It's not a tachshit like Rashi says for a, for a behema. And therefore, um, anything that's used for a clean is not considered to be a clean. So therefore, what is it usable for? And therefore, it's considered to be a clean. And Mekabal Toma says the Gemara, No, you could use it as a cup in war times. You could shme uh, oil in a war. Anytime you're running away from the war, from the battle, you put it on your own feet. And what it does is, and it allows a person not to get not to get damaged by the thorns and thistles in the field that is running away from me. But 
that which is roy for drinking water and oil, which is what we said the previous two Tirutzim, that is not enough for it to be a kli to be Makabal Tumah. So you see clearly Rabbi Yechanan holds that even by Tumay Mace, it needs to be roy for its original Malacha Rishayna. And that, says the Gemara, is the answer why we could not switch the second case by Tomei Mace, by the case of the barrel, because we have a second Raya that Rabbi Yechanan holds that has to be Me'in Malacha Rishayna. So we'll switch one, because ain't Bein we've got no choice. But to switch two makes it more difficult. Says the Gemara, my Bein What's the nafkamina between Rav who held? Remember, you could use it for water, and Rav Chanina held you could use it for oil. It's the same thing. Says the If the sandal, the shoe, becomes disgusting, according to Rav, it's not a kli, and therefore will not be kabotoma because you can no longer drink from it. No one's going to drink from it as disgusting. But according to Rav Chanina, it's only for oil, so no problem. It's still going to be a kli, and therefore it's going to be tummy. What is the difference between Rav Yochanan that said you can run away in Rav Chanina? If it's very, very heavy, so a contrabjurkan is not going to become tummy. The reason is because you can't use it to run away, therefore it's no usage. And if it's not usage, it's not a cleave. If it's not a cleave, it's not a couple tumma. Contrabjurkanina, it is a couple tumma, because you could use it to fill and use it to carry oil. And therefore it's got a den of a cleave. If it's got a den of a cleave, it's a couple tumma. Says the Gemara let's continue in the quote of the Mishnah. And we say the Mishnah, Veloi Be'ir shells off. A woman is not allowed to go around with this city of gold. What is this thing? It was a special, special jewelry that they used to uh, carve out the city of Yerushalayim form on it. Like what we have nowadays, you have these little fancy pictures that are made like some little, little, very thin little gold. I don't know if it's real or not real. It's got the city of Yerushalayim on it, all beautiful things. Same idea. They used to wear it on them as a adornment, as a jewelry. As they turn the page and test on the base, could the Ovid lay Rabbi Kiva the base? Hi, Rabbi Kiva, the famous Rabbi Kiva. Ah, we're in Sri Saime now. Rabbi Kiva made this for his wife. We know the Gemara Don and Daf Nunamad Aleph. The Gemara says that Rabbi Kiva married his wife Rachel, and you can go daven by Rachel's keva, Aishas Rabbi Kiva, at the entrance to Tiveria. It's the most beautiful opportunity. I've been there a couple of times. It's incredible. Aishas Rabbi Kiva, what she was moisten nefesh for Torah was unbelievable. 24 years of not seeing her husband. That's unreal. That cave is still there. You can daven by that. Anyway, the Gemara in the Doran, Daf Nunamadalaf, tells that when she married, when Rabbi Kiva married her, uh, Savur, we know, gave me a nether that they'll be, they will, even though he's a very rich man, but they will not have any hanav from him because Rakiv was an Amoritz and he was very upset that his daughter married an Amoritz. So because there was such hanav, they used to, they used to, um, they basically, they, 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 they had beds of cash, of straw, and Rachel's hair was full of straw. And in order to give us some Nechama, so Kiva said, if I had gold, I'd make it this beautiful golden tzur of Yerushalayim. Now, the Gemara doesn't say what happens next, but the Ran says that Pashtus, Smuchach, then afterwards, when he was very, very rich, then he gave her this item. And that's what the Gemara over here is referring to. So the Gemara, turn around. Loitete isha be'ishelzov. A woman should not go out with this thing. She should not go out with it. But if she does, she's potter. No problem. She's allowed to go out with it. What exactly is the machlokes over here? What's all about? It's a masu. It's a masu, meaning it's a, it's, a, it's a burden, and therefore it's very very heavy. It's not something that people do. It's only unless rich people do these things, like 
um, like Tosfos Harosh brings down, Tosfos Harosh says, rich people would do it in order to show that, show that they were rich. And therefore, it's a master, it's not a normal thing to do. And therefore, you chayv chatos. Rabbanon, sorry, takshinu. No, it's an adornment, it's a jewelry. And therefore, the chatzani shouldn't go out because Dilma Shofal Machvaleh, she's going to take it off and show her friends. Vasalasu, she come to carry it down with them, and therefore, it's an isa to to wear it. One second. Which woman is Roy is normal to wear such a thing? Isha Khashuva, Khashuva woman. Khashuva woman doesn't start taking off her jewelry to show her friends. And therefore there's no Khashash, and that's why they held you're allowed to take it off, you're allowed to wear it. Says the Gemara, Klila, some kind of tiara. Whatever, they used to wear it on their forehead. Rav Osa, Vishmul Shari. Rav said it's Osa, Vishmul said it's Motta to go. The Aniska, if it's made of metal, either gold or silver, Kule Amalo Plegidasa. Everyone holds it's Osa in that case, because it's a very Choshev thing, and we're Choshev, if it's Choshev, her friends are going to say, wow, let me have a look, they'll take it off, and carry it, Dalada, Amas Bishos Rabbim. Kiplegi. So what's the Machoikas Rabbim Shmuel? Da'arutka. If it's made of cloth, it's cloth one, Masava, Aniska Ika. Rav holds, the reason why he asses it, is because the Ika of the thing is the cleaner. It's a metal part. And therefore, we have a chashash. She's going to show a friend. Omasova, which is Shmuel holds its mutter. Aruksa ikka. It's the ritua, the strap, which is the ikka. And that's not chashuv. And therefore, because that's not made for metal. And therefore, there's no chashash. Since that's the ikka, no one's going to show that and show that their friends and carry it in Rosh Hashanah. Rav Ashi Masna Lukula, the Aruksa. Uh, in other words, Rav Ashi learned the Machlokes Rav and Shmuel Lekula that he holds that Ruksa to Kuli Amalei Pligi the Shari that holds everyone holds that's allowed. Keep Pligi the Machlokes Rav and Shmuel is the Aniska. He's talking about a metal one. Masava is Rav who holds that it's also Dilma Shavu Machva also Lachtuyei. She's going to take it off, show her friends, and carry it down the damn Shurus Rabim. Or Masava, this is Shmuel who holds this Mutter Man Darukel and Maybe Klila. Who's the one that holds that normally wears such a thing? Isha Kashuva, Isha Kashuva, and Shavu Machva. A Chosh woman does not take it off to show people and. There was no problem. You look at Tosfus. Tosfus Dafka Klila. They were made that Shmuel was makel for a woman to go out because it was a Choshev woman. Um, and also Beleza earlier on allowed the woman that's Choshev to go out such a Ishul Zob because it's not a derech of these women that are that are not Choshev to go out with them. But other Takshitim says Tosfus other jewelry than Yavada Asad for an Isha Chashuva to go out with, even if it's not the derech to show people because we're not. It says Tosfus we're not machalik between women when it comes to these things. Amartolam Mishmei the Rav, a Rav told us Mufurish Klila Shari. You're allowed to go out with this thing. Omelay the Rav also gave Rabba Arichel and Arda. A Choshev Yid came to us all the way from, and he came to our Arda. Umatla, and he was limping. Vedorash Klila Shari, and he says a Klila is allowed to go out on Shabbos. Ama, so Rav says to me the man gave Rabba Arichel. Who was this Choshev man that's limping, Levi? Famous lady from the Gemara in Sukkot and Nun Gimel and Aleph. Now the Gemara in Gimel and Aleph and Sukkot tells us he said that no, he showed people how to do the Kita dance, and because of that he became uh, limping. Shema mina, what do you learn from here? He came for, he came to Bavel. Nach Nafshed of Afes must be of Afes who was the Rosh Hashiva in Eretz Yisrael. The Gemara in Ksubas Daf Kuv Gimel on the base 
tells us the story that time that, that he died, he told um, he told Rebbe that Rabbi Hanina Bahama should be really the Rosh Hashiva, but he wasn't Makabal on him. He didn't Rabbi Hanina uh, did not want to do that because Rabbi Afas was much more older than him, about I think two and a half years, and therefore he wanted him to be the Rosh Hashiva. It's unbelievable the the the, the cover that they had one to the other, as we see from this story. The Yosser of Hanina Baresha. So Hanina obviously was made to be the Rosh Hashiva in Eretz Yisrael. And Levi had no one to learn with of his stature, to learn with, as, as Rashi points out to us, he didn't want to enter the Beis HaMedrash because it wasn't the Fikova to go there and put himself to Rabbi Hanina, who's now the Rosh Hashiva, because uh, Rabbi Hanina was not older than him, uh, not in Torah and not in Shonim. So he didn't want to go there, they didn't want to embarrass him, whatever it was, the, the respect that they had one for each other was incredible. Some learn that way, others learn differently. But anyway, and he came over here to Bob, and that's the reason he came over here, because he had no one in there to stroll to learn with. Ah, he had to go find the Gachavrusa. The Doma Nachnashid Rab Chanina says, one second. Maybe Rab Chanina is the one who died. Rab Avaz Kedagoy Koyin. Maybe Rab Avaz was really considered to be the Rosh Hashiva. For the Havalei Nishlan Levi, the base of Gabei, and Levi had no one to learn with. For Kasilach, and that's the reason he came over here. Says him, no, 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 no. In Misa, Rab Chanina Shachim. If it's true that Rab Chanina was the one who died, Levi, the Rab Avaz, Machavavikafli. Levi would be subduing himself, would give himself over to Rav Avas at the end of the day because he was older than him and he would enter the base of Medrash and it must be the fact that he didn't and he came all the way over here to Pavel must be Rav Avas the one who was Nifta of the Sum and furthermore to Rav Chanina lo Yishagi lo Yimalech not enough that Rav Chanina wasn't the Rosh Hashiva to have a koinach noach nafsheh the Rebbe because of the time that Rebbe was dying Omar he said Chanina to Rav Chama Yosef Rosh, he should be the Rosh Hiva, the Ksibbuhu, the Tzadikim, the Sigzar, Oime, the Komloch, and it's Mashmoyas from the Possek, as the Gemara in Saita Daf Yud Beis, and when Aleph tells us that when a Tzadik says something to a bunch of Mishmakayim, from here is the Makar, Tzadikim Goza, Kodesh Bochum, Makayim, even though there's actual no Makar for those exact words, but that's where it comes from over here, and therefore since he said that Rabchanina should be the Rosh Hashiva, it can't be the Rabchanina died before of others, and not being the Rosh Hashiva, even though the Tzadik said it. Vita. A little bit of history that was. Dorosh Levi ben Hardok, Klina Shari, Nafik Esrin Ba'arba, Klina Makula Nardor. As soon as he said that, there are 24 types of Klina that went out from Nardor because everyone said you're allowed to go out with that on Shabbos. Dorosh Rabba Barua ben Chaiza, Klina Shari, Klina was Mutter Nafik. And what happened? The Nafku Tamni Svei Klili Machadamuvoi. And for one street, well, for one street over there, 18 types of Klinas went out. Omer of Yuda, Omer of Shmuel, Kamra Shari. It's a very nice type of belt. You're allowed to go out without Shabbos. Igudami, some people say, Da'aruksa. It's a type of cloth. That's what it is. For Omer of Safa, Midi Davia Talis Amuzervis. It's like wearing a beautiful cloak that's full of golden decorations. You're allowed to go out with it, and therefore you're allowed to go out with this beautiful belt for the same thing. It's a tachshit, it's an adornment, it's a jewelry, and therefore there's no problem that a person will come to remove it on Shabbos. Because obviously, if he removes the belt, then Shemirachim, what's going to happen with his pants? The Igudami, and some people say, Da'aniska. We're talking about, it's a belt that's made from a, a golden plate. For Omer of Safra, made it have a Just like you're allowed to walk out, kings and princes are allowed to walk out with this beautiful gold, golden uh, belt. So to this one also is mutter, no problem. Amalei Ravinu Ravashi. Kamra Ilova Hamyo Amai. What about a belt? This is very, by the way, Nagea Alochan Amaisa. What about the chosh of a belt on top of a regular belt? What's the din? In other words, there's no shyness, that says the Ritva over here, of a person wearing two belts exactly the same, one on top of the other, because the top one is considered to be a Maso. The shyness over here is a beautiful one on top of a regular one. Maybe the regular one is just holding up your pants, and the beautiful one just makes it look nice. So what's the dip? 
says the Gemara. Oh my lady, Rabbi, she said, Trey, I'm near Kamut. Really? Talking about two? Avada, it's also. It's a master and it's also. We'll see them in Allah and Amaisa. Omar of Ashihaira Sukkah, right? It's a big, thick type of belt they used to wear around their bodies. He is the Mafrachayasa. If you put on it some little straps in order to tie it around your goof properly, sorry, there's no problem because it's tied well and secure, and therefore we're not worried it's going to come off the Elo. But if it hasn't got those straps, Asa. Below the Katla, my Katla, what is a Katla? Menakdot Pori. It's a type of bib they used to tie around their necks to catch all the crumbs that would be falling. Uh, it says the Gemara one last thing, the Zomim, when it says the Zomim, Nezmi Af is talking about uh, uh, um, uh, rings that are of a nose. And before we continue, and maybe we'll continue tomorrow, just to understand very interesting shilas that come up over here, is talking about uh, types of belts. What's the din of wearing one belt on top of another? So, the Shulchan Aruch, interestingly enough, in Simon Shanal of Siv Lamad Vov, seems to be Mekel, the Ramah is Chayluk, and the Ramah over there, which is Be'etzim Adar Kemosha, is Yubais, which also is a Bach as well, that says um, the Ramah is Machmen, holds that it's also to wear one belt on top of another one, unless you have a Beged uh, separating, which Tosus, who look over here, also seems to say the same thing as well as that. Now, the obvious, there are two major kashas. Kasha number one is wearing a Shabbos belt. Obviously, we're talking about a place where there is absolutely no roof, And you're wearing a Shabbos belt, a Shabbos belt that's got your keys on it, right? So it's tied with a little piece of elastic, and in between it's got the pieces of the the key there, that's tying the two the plastic and elastics together, are you allowed to wear that? So many of the poiskim, when they talk about these things, say if it serves no purpose whatsoever, because it's just put on top of your belt, so it's nothing, and therefore it's considered to be a master, and it's also what you need to do, and you'll see the medactic in the mitzvahs know how to do this properly, is they close their jacket and they put it on top of that, or they close their coat and they put it on top of that. In other words, there's a usage for the belt, and therefore it's fine. But simply to put it on top of your regular, normal belt, that will be us. So another shayla that the post can discuss over here is wearing a gartel. Are you allowed to wear a gartel, which what many of the Hasidim wear, it's not even the Hasidim bets, and we talked about this beginning of the Masechta, that many people should wear this. You wear a gartel, and a gartel separates the top part of your body and the bottom part of your body, and many of the, many of the Hasidim wear it for davening. Are you allowed to wear it in a place where there's no Erev? Right? What's the din? Most people are anywhere for davening. Other mitzvahs as well. There's an interesting tshuva in the Oznidbu, Rabbi Yomim Zilber, Chelik Aleph Simon Samach Tess. I think he was one of the first people to discuss this. He actually is machme, and he wants to tell that since the gartel is not a beggar, doesn't give you any warmth, nor does it serve any function of a garment, it's not a shimush to a beged, and it's definitely not a takshit, therefore, absolutely osa, it's not worn all day, it's only worn during davening and other times, I do know that the bells are generally wear it the whole day, so maybe he would be differently for them, but generally he holds that it will be osa in that case, and just like the, and just like the, the halacha is not the two belt, this is also osa. However, there is a tshuva in the Minchas Yitzchak Kedekei Simen Mem Aleph, where a wise, Dain Wise brings down that it's actually absolutely mutter to wear the gartel over your jacket and wear it in Shusha Rabim. And one of the reasons is, is because it's considered to be a takshit. It's a takshit, even if it's only worn for davening. At the end of the day, that it's a takshit. He said, again, if you want to be machme, he says, then you should undo the button of your jacket and let it sort of close your jacket in that way. And therefore, there's no problem with Ramosha. And the Kusmosh Chaylet base in Arachaim at the end of Simon Ayn Vov and Chaylet Gimon Arachaim Simon Mem Vov at the end of there wants to tie um, that you can wear a gartel over your jacket even if there's no air. He's also Makel in that case. There is no problem with that. But Ezra Shem, tomorrow we're going to continue. Have a wonderful, healthy, and safe day.